You're listening to Oh Shit, I'm the Boss Now with your host, Jackie Koch, the podcast with all the tips and tools to help you succeed when all of a sudden you have the realization that you're the one in charge. Hey, and welcome back to Oh Shit, I'm the Boss Now. I'm your host, Jackie Koch, and today we are talking all about signs or at least tips on how to make sure you are providing the right kind of support to your team members. I think as an entrepreneur, oftentimes you're like, I think that my team feels supported or they seem like they're doing okay, but how do I know? Or maybe you're like, I have no idea what the hell I'm doing. I have no idea how to provide support to the team. What does that even mean? And today we're going to talk a little bit about that. And how you can really adjust your leadership style and or maybe not even adjust your leadership style, but things you can do as a manager to make sure that you're providing the right type of support to your team. And of course, as a boss, it's important that your team has the support that they need in order to succeed in their roles, succeed in their companies. And I would argue, you know, you have a great opportunity to help make them happier in life, right? I know that sounds a little woo-woo, a little um, maybe, I don't know if idealistic is the, is the, or like a pipe dream. But really, if you think about it, if you've ever had a bad job or a job you hated, how much did that affect the rest of your life? And how much did it make you hate so many other things about your life that you wouldn't probably even not like if you were happy at work? And that's because you spend so much damn time at work. I can think back to a few jobs where I was miserable and I was unhappy in my relationship. I was unhappy with my body. I was unhappy with so many things and it all stemmed from that job. And as soon as I got a new job, so many other things started to improve. And so I do believe that your job as a boss can impact so many other things besides just the eight hours a day somebody is working for you. And not only, yeah, it it can just provide so much support to so many things. It can also help improve productivity of your business. It can improve the efficiency of your team, obviously leading to a better team culture, retaining employees and affecting the bottom line, you know, productive, happy employees. Research tells us over and over and over again leads to increased revenues, increased efficiencies. And so it's so important that you are supporting your team. And so what does that mean? What can you do? How can you be sure that you're providing the right support? Here are a few things to keep in mind. Communicate openly, regularly, and transparently. Make sure you keep lines of communication open with your team. That can be regular one-on-ones. It can also just being available and approachable with team members when they have questions or concerns, checking in with them randomly, um, providing the space for them to just check in regularly and openly. And make sure that you're addressing things openly and being very transparent with them and having honest conversations. You know, just you know, communicating openly and regularly, just like you do in your, your relationships outside of work, can be very similar to the ones when you're at work. You want to set clear expectations and what you expect of them. So what does that mean? You have to know what you want them to do. You have to know why you hired them. You have to know what their job is responsible for. You can't just hire somebody thinking you need help and 
expect them to perform, somehow read your mind and creating and, and know what's going on in the business. So setting clear expectations starts before you hire the person. It's about scoping out the right roles and then hiring people, ideally, based on what you've already scoped out and then setting those clear expectations. It's important that your team knows what is expected of them when they start in their jobs, but then also as things evolve, you know, this isn't just a one-time thing. If you're a small business, your jobs probably change every quarter, every month, so to speak, you know, like I know my job has changed so frequently in some of my full-time jobs. Um, and so it's so important that you revisit it. You set clear expectations, you set goals for the business, you set goals for, the different departments, the different teams, the different projects you're working on. And make sure that you're clear about who is owning what, you know, have, make sure that your team members know what they own, but then also who, what do the other people own? So there's no gray area. And so setting clear expectations is definitely the most important fundamental step. And then provide training and development opportunities. Help your team members grow and develop by giving them access to training and development. You know, there's, you could bring in workshops, you could bring in speakers, you could, I mean, there's unlimited amounts of resources available. You could just give them time, dedicate an hour each week, every two weeks. I don't know, some sort of cadence of work hours where all of you are doing development activities. You're there, you're all taking courses during work hours, you know, just giving them time to do the development activities at work is such a value add because you, you may think that you're giving them training and development by paying for that course, but guess what? If they're too busy to do anything while they're on their work day, they're too busy to do anything at home when they're with their families, they never do it. So just because you bought it for them, if they are not actually doing it, it doesn't matter because it's the, it's the, uh, the completion and the absorption of the, this information that helps them feel as though they're being developed. So where can you work out time to do those things? And then pay attention. If a team member is struggling with a project or a task, um, give them support and assistance um, and make sure you're showing appreciation. So those are things, ways to support your team for sure. And, you know, I think one of, well, I guess there's another one that I didn't put in there and that's like delegating properly. And that's kind of like setting expectations, but learning how to delegate correctly and effectively is huge. And it helps employees know what's expected of them. It, it allows your team members to, to know what they have to do and by when. It, it helps them take on new challenges. It helps them learn new things. It helps them grow, especially if you're delegating things that they haven't worked on before or that's a little outside of their comfort zone. What are those things that you could delegate to them that might take them a little bit of time to research and figure out? But what's the impact of that? You know, something that could take you an hour but takes them four if it's a new skill or something they're developing, it might be worth it. So think about that as you're delegating. Um, and make sure you, I guess here are some, some tips for, for delegating that I think about when I think about it is first, you got to identify what you can be delegated, right? There's some things on your list, on your plate that just can't. So, um, make sure you think about and identify the tasks that be, can be delegated. A lot of times it's tasks that are routine or easily trained are great ones to delegate. And then if there's tasks, like I kind of mentioned already, that align with their strengths and goals and areas of opportunity to grow, 
definitely ones that should be considered to be delegated. And then you want to make sure you choose the right team member for the task. You want to consider their skills, their workloads, what's their current workload like, and their previous experience, and then, of course, their goals. Um, and you could, because it, nothing is worse than thinking you're doing someone a favor by giving them a growth activity, but they're at capacity where they're like, oh shit, they just feel like it's extra work, not actually um, a new thing. I don't want, I was going to say fun thing, but I guess not everyone thinks delegating things are fun, but um, you want to definitely consider workloads and capacity and then provide clear instructions and expectations and then offer support and guidance along the way and then follow up afterwards, like put it on your calendar. I wish you could see my calendar and how many reminders I have of things that you think you'll remember like somebody's 30 days or follow up on this or check in on this are things that are on my calendar and in Asana so that I don't, I don't forget because if you give somebody a task and you never follow up to make sure it's done or provide feedback after it's kind of a missed opportunity. So make sure you're doing that and set up the, the loops that you need so that, and the reminders you need so that you do that. So delegating is, is a great way to develop, uh, well, one, delegating should be something you work on, a skill you work on all the time because it's, in, it's a part of setting clear expectations and it can be a part of developing people as well. And so as you're thinking about the types of support that you need, you, uh, I think it's critical to think about signs that an employee might be having a hard time, right? We kind of talked over how to support teams kind of proactively, but what about kind of reactively? How do you, how can you pick up on signs that an employee is maybe having a hard time with something? And here are some signs. Decreased productivity. If they are normally super productive, hitting their their milestones and their deadlines, but you've recently seen a decrease in the quality or quantity of their work, it could be a sign that they're having a hard time either at work or outside of work. Um, increased absenteeism or time off. If they're taking more time off um, than they normally have, of course, you know, if it's a vacation or, or you know, there's seasons for everything, right? Um, so if it seems like it could be um, a little bit abnormal, it could be a sign that they're struggling with something either personally or professionally. If they have changes in their behavior, um, maybe they become more quiet, withdrawn, um, maybe, you know, a little moody on, in air quotes, whatever that may mean. Um, it could all be signs that they're struggling with something. They're having di difficulty with tasks, um, you know, kind of like if they're decreased productivity, but if they're struggling with something that normally is like super easy for them, it could be a sign they're having a hard time. And then if you notice changes in relationships with coworkers, um, you know, they're getting a lot, they're, they're disagreeing with people a lot more. There's a lot of more conflict. Um, they're not communicating as much. They're kind of standoffish. This could all be signs that they're having a hard time with something. And so think about that as you're going through your day and don't um, automatically assume it's because they're unhappy with something at work or they're being lazy or they're quiet quitting. You know, those are all signs to be like, hey, I noticed this. Is everything okay? And it's totally fine for you to say, I've noticed this. Is something going on? Can I help you with something? Just treat employees like you would anyone else you care about in your life. If you notice that something might be challenging for them, you're going to check in on them, right? You can do the same with your employee. 
Um, and do it frequently. You know, if you, if, if something is like, you know what, something seems like it's up, follow up with them and don't do it as like a, you're not doing a great job, right? If it's consistent, of course, that's a different conversation. And we have podcast episodes on how to handle that. But these are all signs that something might be going on. And sometimes they might just need a conversation. Um, They might need some sort of change in workloads or or tasks for some time. You know, there's a lot of different ways you can handle it and that you can support somebody. But you got to recognize some of these signs. And if you're doing the upfront work ahead of time, the proactive work of, of creating great support for your team you're going to notice some of the signs, you know, that something might be going on a little bit quicker and they're going to be more open to having conversations with you about what's really going on. Because when you really know what's going on, you can actually really support. And a great support system in an employer can mean a world of a difference for your life. I can 100% vouch for that. I have had some of the hardest times in my life and to have unwavering support from my team members was just the best thing I could have ever asked for. So you can do that for your team too, and you can be a good boss. So thanks for tuning in to the show. As always, I'm so grateful you tune in and we have a lot of exciting episodes on deck for you in the rest of 2023. So have a great rest of your day and we will chat soon. 